Hey, Hope Community Church, what's happening? We have been walking through the uh, book of Colossians for the last couple of days, and we haven't even made it out of the first chapter yet. Um, but we're reading out of the Mirror Bible, the Mirror Translation. Um, I, it is a work in progress uh, by a man named Francois Dutrois. Um, you have heard me preach out of this quite a bit. Uh, he is a uh, Greek, Hebrew, and Aramaic scholar, and he is translating uh, scripture um, in a way that is opening up the original language and placing it into our English. Uh, English is not a very romantic language. I know as Americans we tend to think that it is, um, but when you compare it to other languages around the world and how words are used, it, it really um, brings out more definition and the way things are uh, said um, really can open up your heart. And so that's why he has been translating it. And we tend to like to dig into it because it really just opens up, um, at least in our opinion, more of the Father's heart. You can hear what he's trying to say to you. Um, so you can live uh, the best you. And the best you is in the Father's image, uh, created the way he meant you to be being the real you. And so that's kind of why we dig into this. We, we like the Passion Translation. Uh, you know, we're old school. We like the New American Standard, the New Revised Standard, those as well. Um, but there's something special about this in our in our opinion. Uh, doesn't mean that you have to go out and get this. Um, but if you wanted to, you could find one on Amazon or even download uh, the uh, mobile app. Um, but anyway, I thought uh, we could go through Colossians together. Uh, maybe that would encourage us. Maybe that would uh, lift our hearts. Um, uh, so, uh, you know, we can face this stuff that's going on right now. Um, so let's just dig right in. Uh, we made it to verse 11, so let's go to verse 12. Uh, in Colossians chapter 1, it says, We are grateful to the Father who qualified us to participate in the complete portion of the inheritance of the saints in the light. That is so good. Let's read that again. We are grateful to the Father who qualified us. We are qualified. The Father qualified us to participate in the complete portion of the inheritance of the saints in light. He rescued us from the dominion of darkness. It's very, we're going to talk about that a little bit. But he rescued us from the dominion of darkness and relocated us into the kingdom where the love of his son rules. In God's mind, in God's mind mankind is associated in Christ. In his blood sacrifice, we were ransomed. Our redemption was secure. Our sins were completely done away with. Now let's look at those two scriptures real quick. It said he, re he rescued us from the dominion of darkness. Darkness does not mean a, a, some, some place that's ruled, not some sense of, of authority somewhere. Darkness just means darkness. It means veiled. It means you can't see. And a lot of times in Scripture, darkness is used to talk about ignorance or uh, not yet knowing, or not seeing it yet. It's not a force. That's important because there's a lot of stuff going around right now saying that, you know, this thing that's happening is a force of darkness, that there's something sinister behind it. And there's, 
There's not some big back devil trying to get us. And on the flip side of this, this is not the judgment of God. Okay? That's not what's happening right now. Okay? So we need to see this and understand this. Okay? Um, darkness is ignorance. It's not seeing the Father. It's not seeing light. It's not seeing who you are in the Father. Okay? And and Paul goes on to say here, he's like, listen, God's mind about mankind, God's mind about humanity isn't associated anywhere other than Christ. When he thinks about humanity, he's not thinking about them in any other aspect than Christ because Christ is the mirror of who we are supposed to be, who we really are. That is that is that is the picture of Christ. We uh, reflect Christ. That's what happens as we grow in this relationship with him. We begin to reflect him and begin to reflect who we actually are. Um, Christ, through his blood sacrifice, through what he did on the cross, through all of that, our redemption was secure. Our sins, now that word sin uh, is, um, is harmatia. It means our wrong idea or our wrong picture. <laughs> so many times when we talk about sin, we talk about actions. Sin is not action. Uh, as a matter of fact, the word sin throughout the majority of the Bible means to miss the mark. What's the mark that you're missing? The mark that you're missing is who you really are. And because you're not who you really are, because you, you don't uh, act and you don't think and you don't walk in who you really are, you walk in a false reality. And so you do dumb stuff. <laughs> That's the reason why you do dumb stuff is because you don't know who you really are. And so the father here is saying, I associate all humanity in Christ. I, all humanity. I associate them in Christ and our sins, the way we perceive ourselves, has been done away with. Now, what's been laid in your lap is, are you going to see who you really are? Or are you going to continue to walk in something that you're not? And see, the thing is, is in everyday reality, there, there's, there's places where you find the real you. And those are those places that you find peace. And that's your connection to the Father. And he's drawing you to him. And he's saying, come on, that peace that you feel, that goodness that you feel, that love that you feel... See, that's where I'm at, and that's who you really are. And over here in all these other places where you find yourself that just sucks and not cool, those places are not who you really are. So start associating in the places that you start feeling that love and that peace, and what you'll do is you'll begin to awaken yourself to the Father, and you'll start moving towards Him. And the renewing of your mind will happen, and you'll start stepping into the real you. Verse 15 says, In the image and likeness of God is made visible in human form in order that everyone may recognize their true origin in him. He is the firstborn of every creature. He's talking about Jesus again. He's saying Jesus is the revelation of who you really are. He is the Son of God and you are sons and daughters of God. You are after the firstborn. 
everything that, this is verse 16, everything that is begins at him, whether in the heavenly realm or upon the earth, visible or invisible, every order of justice and every level of authority, be it kingdoms or governments or principalities or or, judici- or, or jurisdictions, all things were created by him and for him. He is the initiator of all things. Therefore, everything finds its relevance and true pattern only in him. Jesus is the architect of all of this. And it's in him you find the plans. It's in him that you find the purpose. It's in him that you find who you really are. He's the reflection He is the initiator of all things. It really changes your perspective of a human being when you understand that Jesus is the initiator of all things. So the person that you have a problem with, the person that you think is low down, dirty, uh, scruffy looking nerf herder, that person was initiated by Christ. That person was created in the image of the Father. It starts changing your perspective. You know, right now we're in a situation where it's real easy to, um, one, be fearful, two, um, not know how to trust other people, and three, really hard to love your neighbor as yourself. But when we can start seeing people, all people, created in the image of, created in the image of the Father, initiated by Christ, all of us, when we can see that, then we can start recognizing Christ and others. And we start seeing them for who they really are. And hopefully they see us for who we really are. And that's when agape, true love, begins to flow and we begin to move. You know, I don't really know what's happening right now. I shared with you yesterday um, just some of the feelings that I was having um, the other night. Uh, feelings of panic, feelings of uh, just anxiety. I could feel um, my heart begin to race like I had been drinking a ton of coffee. Um, I could recognize those 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 igniters of a panic attack. Um, I could begin to feel just that warmth that goes through you sometimes when fear is there. And I recognized it. And in the past, what I would do is I would shove it down. I would have that stiff upper lip. I'd have to put on a good show. Um, I did not want my wife to see that I was afraid. I did not want my kids to see that I was afraid. Um, and I remember fighting back and even, and you know, in those moments, you, you, you're supposed to, at least that's the way I was taught, you weren't supposed to let them see you sweat. It's preach, pray, or die. Um, and... Uh, I just caught myself and I was at that point, Lindsay and I, it was about, it was close to, to nighttime and we were um, chilling and I looked at her and I said, I just want to be totally honest with you and I don't want to do what I've done in the past. I want to be straightforward and say, I'm a little, I'm a little shaky. I'm a little fearful and I can feel like I'm having a panic attack. And we sat there and we talked and we talked it out. And she looked at me and saw who I really was, not not the fear, not the panic, not the anxiety. She saw who I really was and spoke to that and awakened courage in me. And I stood up and was and, and in myself was like, you know what? No, 
We're not going to let this happen. We talked it out, and those feelings subsided. And so, you know, I, I and like I said, I, and I don't still don't have all the answers. I still don't know everything that's going to happen. But what I do know is that the spirit of fear is not mine. That doesn't belong to me because that is not in the image of the Father. Because the Father is perfect love and perfect love casts out all love. Jesus does not initiate fear but initiates love. And in those is where I am found. So that's where I'm going to reside. So even though I don't know what might be next, this here is what I can see. This is what I, I, I this is what I found, and this is where I'm going to live from. And so, in the midst of all this, there's almost like a reset that's happening in the earth right now, where um, we are beginning to see each other as human beings. Human beings were created in the image, and I'm so encouraged by all the awesome stories from all over. Uh, the globe of, of folks helping one another, folks in the medical pro profession giving up their time and their lives, um, s teachers and school bus drivers and superintendents all working uh, to help kids at home, to make sure they've got food to eat, um, just seeing neighbors come together. Um, even though there's been some craziness in in some, some places that come to grocery stores, and I know all the TP's gone and all that, garbage but I, you know I am also seeing folks reach out to one another and help one another and and not take everything but parcel it out at the line uh, it's just been awesome to see that and so what I'm recognizing is that there's a reset happening in us uh, where humanity is beginning to connect that that image of God is beginning to connect with one another and um, and I, I don't get it I don't know why it's all happening but I do see the good that's taking place. I do see the Father starting to shine through in some areas. And, and I just want to encourage you with some of these verses that we're reading, how the, the, the Father is not, um, is not in any way, shape, or form looking down at humanity, disgusted and mad and judging us. He's not. He sees us... Uh, he sees us as created in his image. The son, Jesus, is the initiator. He's the one that's the mirror. He shows us who we really are. And it's in these moments that we can begin to connect and begin to love one another. That last verse we just read, verse 17, he says, He is the initiator of all things. Jesus initiates all things. And so if we can look at one another and, 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 and see Jesus... And see the initiation there, I think what will happen is we'll begin to see the true pattern. It says here that it says, therefore, everything finds its relevance and its true pattern only in Him. We find who we really are only in Him. And so here's verse 18, and this is a message for the church. It says, the ecclesia, the church, is the visible expression of which Jesus is the head. The church is supposed to be the ones announcing. It's supposed to be the one that's expressing it. It should be the ones that's that's the picture of it. And I know, you know, so many, I know there's this whole thing, like we're not able to meet in the building and all this stuff, but the church was never a building. We never were. We were always 
a moving, living entity. And even all the way back when the church first started in Acts, and we, we were meeting in streets and homes together. Yes, we, we went to the temple when we prayed, but that wasn't home base. Home base was everywhere. Home base was in our homes. Home base was with our families. Communion, com, communion. <laughs> communion was more than a wafer and some wine or grape juice. Communion was a meal that we sat down and ate together with family and friends and community. And yeah, there's some social distancing that has to happen in the sense of we might have to stay a few feet apart from one another, but that doesn't mean that communion cannot continue to happen. We can do it through amazing things like what's happening right now. We can do it uh, just by uh, singing out the window to our neighbor across the street. Um, if you have a neighbor like mine who's really loud, you don't even have to go out the door. You can just He'll just yell at you through the window and you can hear him. But, but communication and communion is still happening. And how we uh, uh, release things, how we let things go like a song, how we, how we release it into the atmosphere to one another, that uh, speaks volumes. And as the church, you and me, not a building, you and me, as the church, we are supposed to be the visible expression of what Jesus is trying to share with the universe. And that is that the Father loves us and he's not mad and he's here for us. Uh, the rest of this verse says he is the principal rank of authority who leads the triumphant procession of our new birth out of the region of the dead. He is pre His preeminent rank is beyond threat. No one's taking Jesus down. It's not going to happen. Last verse that we're going to read today. The full, this is verse 19. The full measure of everything God has in mind for, for mankind indwells in him. The full measure of everything. Everything that the Father has. For all of humanity, everything indwells in Jesus. Indwells in Jesus. So, church, that's what we're called. That's that's why we are to be the mirror reflection of Jesus. Because everything, everything that the Father has for humanity is all wrapped up in Jesus. All of it. And Jesus is supposed to be the reflection of you and me. And so I know that's heavy at one point, but at the same time, it's liberating because you have Jesus. I have Jesus, right? I mean, it's maybe not the correct term terminology to say that he's in your heart, but you have the spirit of Christ. You have him. I have him. And it dwells within you. And so what needs to happen, especially right now, is that you just need to begin to release Jesus out of you. He's there. You recognize him. You recognize him in those moments when you start tearing up, when, when your heart is touched by something, uh, when, you, when, you, when you see someone and, and there's empathy and compassion there, that's Jesus. And we just need to recognize that and allow that to flow from us more and more each day. And man, um, we're in this scenario now where for the most part we're home or outside around our home. Uh, the only time that we really are going anywhere is if to go to the grocery store or to get some medicine. Um, you know, uh, so our connections are through things like this, through Facebook and Instagram, uh, through phone calls, through talking to your neighbor across the street in your neighbor, you know, 
in the neighborhood, backyard, everywhere. Um, those are our connections now. And all the distractions that are normally there aren't. And um, I'm not trying to praise that. I'm not trying to be like, woohoo, yeah, because there's a lot of other stuff going on that's heavy, real heavy. Um, like the, you know, I, my brain starts going, the economy, money, jobs, how we're going to, you know, it's easy to get going down that path. And that's why I think it is so important, so important to spend some time with the Father every day. Like we read from the first, from the first section of Colossians 1, uh, where it says in the mirror translation, to go on a walk about with the Father and see all the places that he has for you, all your inheritance. Basically, meditate and spend some time with him and see all that he has. All that he has is Christ. That's what he has for you. That's huge. All right? Go on a walkabout. Spend some time with him. Breathe. Focus. And then from that, communicate and connect. If you are in this moment right now, if right now you are feeling panic, if you're feeling anxiety and fear, stop what you're doing. Call somebody. Sit down and talk to somebody. Tell them how you feel. Recognize those things that trigger that fear and learn to, to, to share them and then begin to replace those things with power, love, and a sound mind. It's easier said than done, I know. But I guarantee you when you start communicating and talking, it's going to help. But from this place, when we spend time with the Father and we begin to communicate with one another, we'll start, we'll start moving together and we'll get through this I don't know how long this is going to be I, I, I don't get it it's not the end of the world but we are moving forward things are probably going to be different from here on out if we're just going to be honest things probably are going to be different but it doesn't the father doesn't change and the father loves you and if anything in these moments when we're Alone, when these moments when we're talking like this, moments with our family and our friends, and we can talk and communicate and talk to folks all over the world, um, those moments can bring inspiration and newness and see things shift and change. So, I want you to know I've kind of went a, little, went a little long today, but I want you to know that I am praying for you. I know that you're praying for me. We're all in this same boat. What we, <laughs> what's next? I don't know. Um, if I can be real honest, I get in trouble for being honest a lot. Um, I don't have all the answers. I wish I did, but I don't. Um, and I get into those places where I'm nervous too. But we'll get through this together. I want you to feel free to communicate on here as much as you need to talk. Uh, if you need prayer, please post prayer. If you know some folks that need some things or you need some things, there's no shame here. Please ask. We'll try our best to figure out a way to do something. Because um, I know, because listen, I'm just going to be honest with you. If I get to a point where we're going to ask, we're going to ask. And this is where we're going to go because you guys are family. So I want you to do the same thing, okay? And we'll do everything we can to make connections. Uh, we'll do it. If someone needs someone to go to the grocery store, we'll find a way to do it. Um, 
we we want everyone to be safe. We want everybody to know that they're loved, and we're getting through this together. So uh, tomorrow, ten thirty uh, a.m. is when we're having our service. We'll do worship. Um, you guys can have. We've got kids at home. You can let them run because my kids are going to be going crazy, like they were last week. Uh, we'll chill out and uh, just have a good time. We'll pray for one another, uh, and maybe we'll go into the the next section of Colossians. I I don't know. It's just going to be family time. What we've been doing uh, lately in our services is just spend time as a family, um, and go from there and, s- and see what's next. All right. So thank you guys, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow at 10.30.